we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for November 8th, 2021. Uh, this would probably be considered a mega study today if I can get through everything. Uh, <clears throat> I would say bare minimum four parts. Uh, I'm going to make an attempt, a lot of audios, and that's why I don't know how far I'll, I'll act, even with four parts, I don't know how far I'm actually going to get, but, you know, I'm doing these two-part studies, and I'm falling behind on all the information that I've got, kind of like locked and loaded, and a lot of the stuff's, you know, I, I feel like pretty much everything that we're covering is important, um, from a watchman standpoint, you know. And so I'm going to give it my best shot today to get through as much of this information as we can. Uh, a lot of blockbuster information, uh, definitely some positive stuff to cover today. It's, it's, it's not all negative. Um, <clears throat> and so I'm going to start us out with a prayer. This is the, we're rotating our warfare prayers. This is the um, list of current event prayer points. So I'll go ahead and open us up. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray to you to expose and destroy the Great Reset Agenda worldwide, designed to bring in the New World Order and to expose and destroy the COVID-19 Agenda worldwide with all of its Big Brother agendas, like DNA defiling, graphene oxide-filled, parasite-ridden, nanotech-laden vac vaccinations from Pfizer, Moderna, Janssen, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, and others, and for the stoppage and the eradication of all contact tracing programs, forced mask wearing, social distancing mandates, lockdown and quarantine mandates, and the implementation of the COVID-19 digital passports, and for God's judgment and destruction to be upon the vaccine and medical cartels perpetuating this evil, uh, and to, for all this to be exposed and destroyed, and to thwart any deep stake deep state false flag attacks in order to blame anti-vaxxers and christians and gun owners also lord god regarding the body of christ we pray for strength endurance courage guidance favor divine providence and foreknowledge and the power to overcome all this wickedness that is increasing by the day we pray for the destruction of cern and all the other thirty thousand plus particle colliders worldwide and the destruction of all d-wave quantum computers and for the eradication of every wicked portal or doorway these devices and all witchcraft taking place in the universe have opened and all dark matter that they have created would be destroyed and for the reversal of every mandela effect that they have produced and that every devil demon evil entity or fallen angel that has entered through these portals be bound up and cast into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that no other evil entities can come to take their place we pray for the destruction of the wicked plans of this current evil american political administration and for the fear of god to be upon both democrats and republicans and if they will not repent of their wickedness that god would hedge up their way with thorns and have them in total confusion and that they would turn on each other and devour one another and against every level of government that has been hijacked by wickedness and for the destruction of the chinese communist chinese plans for the for the taking over and the destruction of america mexico and canada and wherever else they're trying to take over like taiwan and for the eradication of groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, for the diverting of any incoming asteroids or meteors that might hit Earth, for God's intervention regarding the Second Amendment and the, the disarmament gun confiscation situations developing in the U.S. and elsewhere, for God's intervention regarding the coming food and water shortages and the honeybee die-off worldwide, for the stoppage of all U.N. troops already in America and elsewhere, for God's intervention regarding all weather warfare to destroy crop yields and create famine, for God's intervention regarding the wildfires caused by the directed energy weapons attack and all the wicked plants surrounding this to be destroyed for the defense protection and victory of all Christians worldwide, especially the persecuted, and also 
for the targeted individuals worldwide that you would help them, Lord God, and deliver them, for the eradication of all pandemic plagues worldwide, for the destruction of the exploding GMO, weaponized tick and mosquito populations everywhere, for the stoppage of the illegal alien terrorist embedded soldier caravans coming up through the U.S. southern border, for the stoppage and exposure of the Latin American, Chinese, Russian, and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America and elsewhere, for the destruction of the 5G and 6G radiation sources and the thousands of satellites being launched sending intense microwave radiation over the entire Earth, specifically for God's judgment on the companies of SpaceX. OneWeb, T-Telesat, AST and Science, and OmniSpace, and for the physical protection of our families and animals from these EMFs that they're producing. For all Christians to wake up and spread the gospel and push back against all their freedoms being taken away. For the destruction of the 501c3 FEMA clergy response teams being activated in America to, to betray and destroy the Christians and that they would be exposed. We pray against the slaughter of Christians worldwide and for the eradication and exposure of the of all pedivore, pedopredator, and all child sex trafficking networks worldwide like Protasia and Nambla. We pray for the destruction of all adrenochrome harvesting complexes worldwide and for the rescue of all the children imprisoned in these satanic torture centers and for the destruction of the LGBTQ movement and against the normalization um, of all child molestation and sexualization of teens, children, and babies for the protection of all infants, children, teenagers, and adults caught in these evil networks, for the eradication of all adult and child pornography, bestiality, pornography, and snuff film sources and businesses, for the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade, for the eradication of all abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood centers worldwide, and the stripping of all the powers of witchcraft from their owners and employees, for the eradication of all witchcraft being done worldwide, trying to bring in more death, evil, and destruction against the internet kill switch implementation for the destruction of the plans and wickedness of high-level politicians everywhere for the destruction of the mandatory vaccination mandates being implemented and that the truth would come out about them for the destruction of the wicked factions of modern medicine pharmaceutical industries and vaccine industries for the masses to get saved and have eyes to see ears to hear and hearts to receive the truth we pray against the full implementation of the real id 2023 and for the stoppage of the south african genocide of whites and the genocide of blacks in africa for god to neutralize and stop the fukushima nuclear radiation contamination and nuclear radiation reactors breaking down worldwide for the canceling of any Big Brother changes taking place worldwide against further vote rigging in the elections everywhere, for stoppage and exposure of the Muslim invasion of Europe, America, and Canada, for the eradication worldwide of all plain deep state and Muslim false flag events everywhere, for the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs, NEXRAD Doppler ultrasound weather manipulation, and NASA blast wave accelerators. <clears throat> For the destruction of all wickedness being perpetuated by Hollywood, Netflix, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and all the tech giants and the dominant streaming content producers. For the destruction of, all, of any and all non-human entities that walk among, defile, exploit, murder, or infiltrate humanity. For the, for the pop culture, rock, and rap music industries to be uh, eradicated. For the eradication of the Vatican, Pope, and Catholicism, and that the Catholics would be saved. For the destruction of the global banking cartels and the 13 families of the Illuminati. For all satanic ritual abuse and MKUltra mind control victims that they be delivered, saved, and protected from the satanic agenda that has been implemented against them. And for the wicked factions of the public universities 
and public school systems to be turned to righteousness. Also for the Lord to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all COVID-19 vaccine spike proteins, nanobots, nanoparticles, nanotech, uh, graphene oxide, microchips, implants, hydrogel, luciferase, wicked bacteria, viruses, candida, prions, and parasites in or on our bodies, and to deactivate, neutralize, and destroy and purge any other wicked things the globalist elite have gotten into our bodies. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we loose legions of angels regarding these matters, Lord, uh, whatever kind are necessary, uh, to whatever situations are necessary, Lord God, as you've granted us that power in the word of God, and we bind up and cast into the abyss every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that would try to hinder these angels with these prayers in any way, shape, or form. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Okay, so before we kind of get into, like, uh, the other stuff that we're going to be covering today, uh, I saw this. Uh, I, this happened with Rez Dizdar. He passed away, unfortunately. Um, you know, the whole COVID thing. Uh, from what I heard, put him on a ventilator, uh, you know, you know how it goes. You know, these are the, the, the hospitals of the modern day gas chambers, okay, when it comes to COVID. It's pretty much what they become, unfortunately. Um, but I saw this the other day, Russ Dizdar exposes the Amish and Mennonites. And I think I've covered this before, but I'm just going to play a brief clip on this. In many instances, they actually rape and sell their own children. They are cults that give off the facade of being real Christians, like many pseudo-Christian cults do. You realize there's thousands of Christian denominations out there, thousands, that have a Christian... Some of them are just flat-out cults. Mormons, Jehovah Witnesses, Seventh-day Adventists. Um, I've done teachings on... I didn't haven't done a teaching on Seventh-day Adventism. Uh, it's just... It would be a voluminous teaching on that got a large file on them but um that would probably be a six-part at least teaching to properly cover them uh, anyway amish and mennonites are, are are in that classification of a cult that has a pseudo-christian type veneer and act like they have got it all figured out um, but they're not. There's all kind of unbiblical garbage going on every single time in almost every denomination in the world. Now, some a lot more than others. Some are just flat out a cult. You know, some are just maybe more leaning toward lukewarm. Some have interjected, and it's typically all kind of extra biblical things they interject, bad doctrine. Jesus said a little leaven, leaven at the whole lump. And he was talking about the Pharisees and Sadducees and their doctrine. So um, they're just one more example of this problem that exists uh, within all of, I would say, anything Christendom. Okay. So uh, I'm just going to let them talk. This is only a, about a f almost five minutes here. And. I'm going to give you some more information after that as well. I, I, I don't I don't have time to get into a gigantic study on this, but I think that you'll find this interesting. Now, are you looking at mostly human trafficking? Are you looking at pedophilia? What are you looking for? Okay, so this is the guy, David Hebner, interviewing. Um, he's got an earring. I mean, really? Okay. Anyway, um... He's interviewing Russ Dizdar, and this was put out on April 24, 2019. 
Well, in this area, multi-generational incest and rape. And then... And I don't mean Russ Dizdar has the earring, David Hebner does. So, let me just back this up. So, he's, he's actually in this area. He would go and actually do boots on the ground seminars in Amish country, in Mennonite country, um, exposing them. I mean, he was a big target. And uh, this is just one of the many reasons I'm sure he was targeted for um, death, essentially. Well, in this area, multi-generational incest and rape, and then multi-generational incest rape rings like a like there would be like a pedophile oriented like a group so, of them that have joined together to do this okay so it starts with incest and from that the offspring is pedo pedophilia obviously yeah. and then human trafficking it's they actually sell listen if, if if you're willing to rape your own daughter or son there's nothing you're not going to do or be capable of okay you go down that road you know, there, there, there's no, there's nothing off the table because Satan's never satisfied. And if you start to go down that road, there's, there's not a whole lot that's again that you're not going to do. Their own. There's no question about that. Did they sell their own to their own, or just the cases that we're in right now? They even videotaped, and yes, they sold the victim, tied up everything else. They, they to make money, and then they offered to some of them. You can also make money. They and they had a. We have. We, I can't say where, but they had a particular individual bank in the area, David. And they had a bank that we turned over, where the older adults would take the ones that were willing to make money and make accounts for them. It's like families involved, right? That's why I'm saying this weird in incest, multi generational. And this is an, another reason why cults are so secretive and, and keep to themselves and don't let outsiders in because they don't want any of this stuff being uncovered because their deeds are evil. That's what the Bible talks about, how darkness, you know, they do these things in darkness. Why? Because their deeds are evil. They're not trusting. Now they'll tell you, oh, it's because we don't want the world infiltrating and contaminating us. They themselves, though, are totally contaminated with wickedness. Yeah, certain areas, I'm sure, of Mennonites and Amish's lives would, would potentially put a lot of Christians' lives to shame for, on certain biblical things. Potentially. Potentially. But it's it's so much of it is legalism. So much of it... You, you, you look at these cults. Every single time, it's not it's not by grace are you saved, you know, through the Lord Jesus Christ, okay? It's, it's not about that at all. For you're saved by grace through faith and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. It's never that ever, okay? It's always works-based salvation. Now, I'm not saying good works shouldn't follow salvation, okay? I'm not saying that. Now, if you're not familiar with the whole concept of the subject salvation, go to contendingfortruth.com. Click on the True Salvation tab. I've done a whole series regarding salvation, regarding baptism, regarding the Lord's Supper, regarding bearing the cross of Christ, regarding overcoming. All of that is answered there, okay? And, and that took me, I don't even know how many hours and hours and hours of studies that is to, to just go through all that. So if you're questioning that, just go to that and, and it's, all, it's all laid out for you, okay? But all of these cults like this, are always works-based. Earning their way to wherever, in the Christian's terms, it would typically be heaven. I mean, who knows with some of the pseudo-Christian cults out there. They may be earning their way to nirvana. I don't know. 
uh, thing here, and um, and then it just and, moves to the to the rape ring. And, and we're talking about Amish and Mennonite, right? Right. Okay. Is it more Amish or more Mennonite? More Amish per se. But, okay. But, but but the Amish Mennonite here in this location, they're very similar. Oh, okay. And very what's, conservative, very old, very very similar. What's the age of the of the normal victim that you uh, extract or that you you're able to pray for or help out? It starts like our young, seven years old up to the mid-teens. Most of the victims that are now in their 20s that we're dealing with, this occurred when they were teenagers or younger. So, um, and we're gonna, we know we're gonna find folks in their 40s and even ladies in their 60s who've who? never been allowed to tell. No, that's but, part of the rules here. You're never no, allowed to tell. But who are victims? That's how cults operate. You know, <laughs> you you've got some omnipotent head of the family and or then leader and it's all ruled by intimidation brainwashing it's it's no it's it's how so many churches i hate to say this a lot of churches operate on similar premises not all okay not all but a lot of them do and i've been in these types of churches and i know how easy it is for them to get their hooks in you, especially if you're physically taking your body there and sitting yourself down in their pews. Now, it happens to people all the time with, with Christian television, you know, Benny Hinn and that. So it can happen that way, too. But I think it's even stronger when you're actually attending physically in person. And this is why the Bible says, while they promise them liberty, meaning these um, these ministers of unrighteousness, while they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, the same he is brought into bondage. Because when you go there and you put yourself and you let another man or woman be your head, you better make sure they're right with God. Okay? Because if they're not right with God, then their headship is corrupted. And that's going to corrupt you. Because if the head is sick, the whole body will be sick. This is why it's so important where you go to church and, and like who you listen to and where your your really your giving goes to as well. Because I think you're if you're sowing into bad ground, then that's not going to help you either. So um, anyway, let's go further. Victims. Who are victims? And they and they, most likely they were around seven years old or even younger. Oh yeah, and multiple years and years and years of incest where. Then you're, sometimes you're passed along. One uncle, another uncle, a grandfather, other people. Um, in some cases, four or five guys, boys, you know, teenage guys, they'll do it, you know, as a group. Yeah, because they want to, like the gays, they want to recruit other people to do the very th wicked things they're doing. And, and the Bible clearly explains that at the end of Romans 1. Now, the, the end of Romans 1 is talking... Uh, primarily about gays and lesbians okay and people that worship the creature more than the creator which a lot of this whole gaia worship that we're trying to be brought into is all about that as well and um it says in the last verse of romans 1 regarding these types of people who knowing the judgment of god that they which commit such things are worthy of death now and this would be included in something like you know incest of your family and selling them into sex slavery and these unspeakable things okay that that they commit such things are worthy of death not only do the same but have pleasure in them that do them the reason they're getting pleasure is because the demons they're possessed with get pleasure from seeing other people 
do the same things. And not only that, once they start to do them and participate in those things, then they become demon infested and possessed. And that makes all the demons happy because that's what they feed off of. If they're a demon having to do with like incest or this type of, of thing, well, then those incest type of demons, sexual lust, incest type of demons get fed when you participate in that act. And then the acts always escalate typically and get worse or you need more of it in order to feed those demons because Satan never gets enough. All right, let's go back to this. And our goal here is to confront the Amish bishops. That's that's my particular it shows issue. these Amish guys with their long beards and their straw hats, and they're all dressed the same. And oh, aren't they pious? Aren't they so religious? Aren't they so sanctimonious? Aren't they so holier than thou? Aren't they better than everyone? And that's why the way they'll look at we're so much better than they're 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 raping their kids and they're selling them. I'm not saying every single one of them, but just this this is permeate, and, and you can't tell me. That even if somebody's not doing that in the army, that, that those types of things don't get around and everybody's just totally clueless about it. Come on. I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. I don't. I don't buy it. Okay. A cult is a cult and every cult's gonna have boatloads of devils and demons that gotta be fed. Because the system they've set up fosters this it helps allow this wow and because um, each bishop controls his own i guess you say his own district yeah right? and, they're, and they're real tight and they don't want anybody to know because of shame the issue is it's already a shame what's being done right and then they build a deeper hole because years and years and years of this go on is it usually the bishop that's involved in it or the bishop that just knows about it and allows it well no there's there are bishops that know about it know about it clearly there are bishops that have been involved that we've turned in. They're it's just all across the board. Okay, it's okay. All across the board. My next question, the young girl who wrote the letter, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Sherry read it last night, broke my heart. Yeah. What's the story behind this, this young girl? Well, this young girl that moved away from here a couple hours away with her husband was uh, abused and, I mean, radically abused sexually by some young Amish Mennonite. And guys. how old was she? She was um, closer to 10 years old. 10, okay. And it may have happened multiple times, and other girls she knows it happened to. Um, the problem was nobody would help her. Yeah, what, what I don't get about all this is that, you know, you're in this really super strict, supposed, the real Christian religious sect. And you would think, and, and they're supposedly, oh, they're afraid to do this, and they're afraid to, to use electricity, and they're afraid to drive cars, and God's judgment. Yet there's no problem raping your daughters. You know, I mean, talk about minoring on majors and majoring on minors. Talk about straining at a gnat and swallowing a camel, as the Bible says, as Jesus talks about. Talk about having a beam in your own eye and judging the speck in your brothers. I mean, I can't even comprehend. I mean, talk about no fear of God, though, really, at the end of the day. Yet they're so afraid to, oh, we can't do this or we can't do that. You know, my daughter and my, my son, they're, they're fine. They're, we can rape them all we want or sell them into sex slavery or do all this other stuff. That's fine. No big deal on that one. Makes no sense at all. Nobody would take her to the police. She was told to shut up about it and bury it. She did that for some time, and then eventually in her 20s, she couldn't take it any longer, and they got out of the area. Then she began to talk about it. 
Then, praying and asking God to heal her, Jesus brought healing to her, helped her. Now she's, you know, upper 20s. She's, a, you know, she's ready to confront all this, come back into this. And she's, but she, but for years ago, she wrote a long prayer, a letter that was, be, you know, praying to God to deal with this. I can't imagine how you must. So this is part of the letter. I'm not going to read the, the whole letter, but you can listen to the whole thing. But um, I'm going to let her uh, tell some of it. Jesus, I can't imagine the pain and anguish you experience as you see the many, many little girls and boys being sexually victimized in the most horrible ways. So this is an Amish girl writing this letter to basically Jesus. I can't imagine how it angers you when the people who do these things are those who look good on the outside and claim to be your children. I can't imagine how you must feel when people who claim your name turn their backs on such sin and crime and refuse to bring such sin to light. Yeah, that was like, kind of like the point I was bringing home earlier. It's like, you know, listen, if I got what I deserved apart from Jesus Christ, I'd get death and hell. I'd be the first to admit that, okay? Uh, but this I don't even, can't even comprehend, though. I mean, what? It's just common practice, evidently, within these cults. I can remember... I was um, on the back roads of um, North Carolina. I don't know. This was probably two or three years ago uh, when I had a little more time to explore because I like going out and just driving, just driving into the mountains. I don't know where I'm going to end up just driving. And um, I remember I, I made, uh, the, it was a road. I mean, I'd never been on way, way in the back country. And this, I don't know if they were Amish or Mennonite. They, this horse-drawn carriage went by me um i was facing i think my truck was facing like west and they were going south and i i my map quest i believe was taking me in that direction so i got behind them for a second and i just remember looking in the, in the back of the carriage there were kids children and I, I think they were going to probably their version of church they were all dressed in black black hats um and just the expression on their faces i believe it was little boys and little girls and i just felt so sorry for them i felt i just had a really weird horrible feeling and i believe it was the holy spirit just convicting me man if you only knew what was going on in their lives i mean and but for the grace of god that could that could have been me you know i i, I Good God, I'd never judge any of them. And, and I feel horrible for the people that grow up in it because that's all they've ever known, you know? So I don't, I don't want to, when it's generational like that, but it's like when you get to the point, though, where you start participating in this and you start raping your own sister or whatever they're getting you to do, then, you know, I'm sorry, you, you that's accountability. Accountability kicks in at some point here, you know? And so, yeah, it's, it's um, what Russ was doing was very, very righteous. You can see why he was a target. In these types of things now what i did is i gave you um another big interview he did on this called the amish deception um this this one if you want to hear the rest of the letter i give you the link there there's two links and then i give you more information amish facts amish beliefs and practices the amish the early years in europe amish history of the us and canada and then amish wolves basically wolves in sheep's clothing heresy so there's some other information if, if you're interested in that and um yeah it's it's very very um incredibly sad and then 
another longtime listener emailed me this week. And as you know, Russ Dizdar just passed away, okay, from the whole COVID um, thing. And um, she said to me, Susan, she said, you may have heard that Shelly Dizdar, which is Russ Dizdar's wife, the man you just heard, passed away as well. I think they got them both. And I believe Russ had spoken at one of these freedom con uh, conferences not too long ago. They were targeting the speakers at the freedom conferences, the Christian and the health ones. I, if, if I ever spoke at one of those, I'd be like both. I'd, I'd be, you know, whatever. I, I just, I really felt compelled to do it. I, I don't get invited to stuff like that because people pretty much avoid me like a, with a 10-foot pole because, uh, you know, I think I step on a lot of toes. I don't have time anyway you know, but, um, she said, I read that they were both put on ventilators and that's how they, they finish off. They put you on the, um, remdesivir and that, that, you know, bumps your death rate up to what, I don't know, over 50%. And then they put you on the other cocktail of drugs. And if that hasn't killed you or when, when, when you're really moving on into death's doorstep, then they put you on the ventilator, blow out your lungs. That's how they kill you. Then they get another death certificate statistic and then they get another and these were i believe russ and his wife were targeted so you know my response to her is yes once you get once they get you into the kill zone aka the covid unit in most hospitals they got you right where they want you and can perform the drawn out execution away from prying eyes because their deeds are evil Okay. with a combination of their drug cocktails and finally the ventilator, which they are financially incentivized to do over and over. That's the state of our medical system now. The modern day gas chambers. I'm not saying every aspect of the medical system is the modern day gas chambers, but this one is, okay, by design on purpose. Totally switching gears, uh, fertilizer shortage engineered, for global starvation. Uh, we now know that the globalist genocide award against humanity is a multi-vectored assault on every system that sustains human life. Biology, energy, economics, freedom, self-ownership of your body, and so on. Uh, now we have new information that reveals the food scarcity attack vector is targeting the fertilizer supply chain in order to unleash massive crop failures in 2022. See, I think... I've been reporting on this for years now and we haven't seen the projected like devastation in the supermarkets as of yet. Now the food prices are going through the roof, but, and I understand, yes, there's empty shelves now, so it's working, but I don't believe it's worked as well as Satan hoped it would work. So now what they're doing, and, and again, we just talked about this year where their farmers are being paid to burn their crops or to, um, uh, just mow them down. Um, they're pumping their own oil out of their own wells on their farms, that wherever they've got oil, and they're spraying it back on their land, which is absolute insanity. I've played you the videos on that. They're being um, they're being threatened by the government if they don't do these things that they're not going to um, receive subsidies, and that if they do do these things, they'll give the government will give them double the amount of what their crops would have brought when they brought them the market. And again, there's no reason to possibly do this other than you're just trying to absolutely destroy the food supply. There's, there's none. There is no justification. It is all Satan right out in the open. Okay, that's where we've gotten to. 
Fertilizer plants are being shuttered and freight trains that deliver fertilizer are being sabotaged. Now, I could go into a whole bunch of these things and this report goes into it. I just don't have time. You want to read more about it? They're literally sabotaging the freight trains that are carrying carrying the fertilizer, not just in America, but in else, elsewhere. Energy prices are also forcing many plants to close down around the world, while China has put in place a phosphate export embargo against Western nations. Um, phosphate being one of the main fertilizers. Crop production for 2022 is going to be catastrophic. The famine is baked in and now cannot be reversed until energy supplies are restored and that's not happening get the full details in the report okay so i give you the link there to that if you want to know more about it uh then we have this emergency report nanoparticles to contaminate entire food supply under the guise of food safety so this is a whole other wrinkle that i hadn't even heard about up until the last couple weeks Scientists have been designing ways to put their so-called vaccines in the food supply, and it seems they may have created an avenue to begin this. Brought to you by the American Chemical Society and four scientists from Communist China, functional hybrid micro-nano entities are being implemented to promote food safety, to detect hazardous substances in agricultural food products they are putting in experimental hazardous substances. Molecular imprinting polymers integrated with quantum dots installs a surveillance platform into your food and body. Molecular imprinting polymers integrated with upconversion luminescent nanoparticles the same stuff they're doing in the vaccines with the luciferase and the quantum dots and and now i'm not saying all of this has been implemented into the covid vaccines i believe the luciferase has uh quantum dots probably not quite yet but then again who knows i mean it's it's hard to say when they won't when we never can really get an idea of exactly what's in the vaccines uh but yeah this is all the same on the same page chemical analysis of your food and body up conversion luminescent nanoparticles combined with metal organic frameworks are tunable porous metals that have the power to regulate the dispensing of nutrition to comply with international mandates. Magnetic metal organic frameworks are metal frameworks designed for targeting drug delivery. Magnetic covalent organic frameworks are used for sensing food in the human body and covalent organic frameworks doped with quantum dots are used for detection of insecticides. If they wanted to regulate healthy food, they would promote organic growing, yes. not inject a cocktail of metallic nanotech into the entire food supply. Again, it's, it's kind of just like they're trying to change our DNA every single possible way they can possibly do it. Very similar problem that was happening in Noah's day, if you really think about it. So much so that God had to hit the reset button in Noah's day and start over with eight people on the ark and the animals that hadn't been contaminated. Their DNA hadn't been contaminated. You know, and as it was in the days of Noah, Jesus said, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Which again, we are in the end times. Whether you're pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, we're, we're in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. Okay, so we have that. Then we have this. And I'm just going to play this real quick. It's it's a cartoon clip from 1993. Okay. So we're talking a long time ago. Okay. That was when I graduated chiropractic college. Um, 
so we're we're looking at about 28 years here. Uh, Exo Squad season one episode five, and it was called Resist. Implantable RFID microchips for the new world order. So all of this is just predictive programming that the kiddies were getting back even in 1993. So the cartoon will start here. The mayor tells me Chicago is being renamed in your honor. The Terrans will soon learn who is master and who is slave. So the Terrans are the Earthlings, like us, and this is an alien race that has taken over. Well, again, much like Noah's day, when the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, they took them wives all that they chose and they bore them giants. The men of old, the men of renown. Translated from the Hebrew word Nephilim, or the fallen ones. They were a, basically like an alien race. They were not human. They were, they were, I guess you could say half human, but they weren't fully human. Okay, they were an abomination. Okay, the angels, the Bible says, that left their first estate they compare them to Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay, their first estate was heaven. They should have never left heaven and came down to man and had sexual relations with women, creating a race that was an abomination. But the race was put there in order to defile humanity, so that their awaited savior could never come, and that hopefully they would this other race would destroy them. Well, this is very similar. Whether you know the whole alien agenda, just key that that whole. Uh, word in contendingfortruth.com I've done many many studies on the alien agenda but that's the concept that we're looking at here occupation forces are already moving in I leave the preparations in your capable hands General Shiva humans can be <laughs> General Shiva uh, Shiva the god of destruction in Hinduism the Shiva is the same one that's out in front of CERN that you know that's basically what cern's whole purpose is is to destroy the world essentially i mean it's right out it's their main uh idol that they have out in front of cern in with geneva switzerland god of destruction so this is a a human guy like the mayor of chicago or whoever talking to the alien guy and and they're having a little conversation here General Shiva, humans can be stubborn. You'll need help organizing them. And as mayor of Chicago, oh, <laughs> excuse me, Phaeton City. I so now they changed Chicago to whatever. But now, and we have this, this demonic gremlin-like troll, weird. I don't even know what it is. Lori Lightfoot is the mayor of Chicago now. So it's pretty appropriate, you know, in comparison can find some cooperative humans to help you keep the others in line of course they'll want special privileges but see isn't that all about what is being done now isn't this whole thing about the COVID-19 agenda to keep us in line all the politicians that are going along with it all the mayors all the governments all the the people in Hollywood all the sports figures that are telling you to take this shot all the talking heads on on the lamestream prostitute media those are all the people that have sold out to Satan in order to keep us, the sheeple, who they would refer to, in line. I would have expected nothing less. You may tell them they will find the Neo-Sapiens generous to their friends. So the aliens will be good to those that go along with the agenda because you can rule and reign with us ultimately you know, on, on Earth and then later in hell. But what a lot of these people 
people are told in the Luciferian ranks. We take you now to City Hall, where Mayor Reed will tell us of the latest Neo-Sapien plan to restore order to the city. <laughs> I new, knew you'd sell out. New world order. So this guy's looking at this talking head witch, and he says, I knew you would sell out, and um, it's one of the mainstream medias. But Amanda, but not this bad. My friends, to assist in our recovery, the Neo-Sapien Occupation Committee has ordered all Terrans to register with the Neo-Sapien Central Administration at once. Mm. Oh, so you have to register, like like they want us to register our guns if we have them, or or we've got it. They, in other words, the first the first key is always knowing your enemy always getting them on some type of list always knowing exactly where they live so they can get to you if you get out of line they want to know everything about you so you got to register during this registration a small identification chip will be implanted under the skin oh imagine that a small identification chip will be implanted under your skin that way they can track you wherever you go and only God knows what that chip's doing to you. Well, in the case of the Mark of the Beast, it's most likely going to change your DNA and do only God knows what else to you. And this is why the Bible says once you take the Mark, there's no going back because the damage is done. Game over. You're on Team Satan. Don't believe any of that Tim LaHaye garbage left behind series stuff where you could take the Mark of the Beast. Just You just... Um, you didn't really want to take it, but you just did it, you know, to get by and, and God knows your heart. No, 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 no. That's not what the Bible says. You got to If you got to get your head chopped off, if you got to get beheaded, whatever it takes, you do never, ever, ever take the mark of the beast ever. Okay. Now I'm not saying that's going to be the case for every single person, but you know, the Bible does talk about, you know, those that were beheaded for the, for the cause of christ and, and these types of things and regarding the book of uh revelation in particular so that is a possibility again uh, again whether you're pre-trip post-trip mid-trip i'm not trying to get in that argument here i'm just saying that the bible does talk about this okay never ever take the mark of the beast ever no matter what they're holding over your head if you end up dying absent from the bodies to be present with the lord you've made the right decision this will be mandatory for all natural humans. Those who fail. Oh, what, like they're trying to make this this stinking kill shot mandatory for every Now, and this, the kill shot's not the mark of the beast. Because the parameters, the biblical parameters, have not been met for us to be even in the tribulation yet. Which is when the mark of the beast is fulfilled. I've covered this in previous teachings. But it is the closest thing, by far, we've ever had to something mark of the beast-like to register will be considered enemies of the neo-sapien government of course and will be who are the biggest who are, who are considered domestic terrorists right now well anti-vaxxers uh anybody that bucks the the satanic system in any way shape or form homeschoolers christians pro second amendment pro constitution we're the new terrorists that we're we're all of that wrapped up into one because it's gotten to the point where evil is good and good is evil so when evil is good, then anybody that's good is the terrorist. With accordingly. The sapes are here to help us. What a crock. Nick. Large enthusiastic exactly. crowds have turned out for the first Just like all these devils wanting to jab us with the kill shot, the clot shot, the death jab, whatever you want to call it. They're not here to help us. They're here to kill us and subjugate us. 
day of mandatory civil registration. Registration? <laughs> Any jerk can see they're on their way to a concentration camp. Yep. Phaeton must. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're they're you register, but you know you can. Uh, check out anytime you like but you can never leave like that that uh, eagle song about the hotel california which is a totally satanic song but check out is a way a way of saying dying you know so that's what they would like to do because they're not humanity's friend subjugate the planet quickly and brutally and publicly as long as humans believe they can resist they will this is why it's so important to resist you know that's why it's so important to fight. Resist the devil. You know, and these types of things. Resist the devil and he will flee. The Bible talks about that. That we're to be good soldiers. That we're not, you know, quit you like men. Be ye strong. It says in the New Testament, quit means behave. It, it doesn't say cower. It doesn't say don't defend the innocent and the fatherless and the orphans. No, it says you do that. You do those things. Okay? Um... But if any provide not for his own house, he's worse than an infidel and is denied the face. Providing also means defensive protection. I've went over those definitions. Um, so these are things that are righteous to do. Neosapien technology has made the implantation process simple and completely painless. Oh, yeah. You're bound for hellfire, but, you know, they're showing them implanting the microchips. It's funny, they've got them strapped down in, in this chair where you can't move, though. And then all it shows all the aliens looking at this happening where all the humans are getting implanted. They're all looking up and laughing with glee. Neo-Sapiens. By right of conquest, the homeworlds are ours. The superiority of the Neo-Sapien race has triumphed. But, but notice something, too. In the, even in this car this cartoon the humans had to volunteer to do it they had to go and subjugate themselves they had to go and willingly submit themselves to these evil wicked sick twisted alien entities just like if a vampire comes to your front door the the, the whole expression or a black eyed child they they are asking you to be invited in okay it's the same concept here you have to willingly subjugate yourself you have to willingly um, give yourself over and come into agreement with these satanic entities. That gives them permission then to do what they will with you. Because you've come under their, you've you volunteered to be under their leadership, under their headship. This is why I said it's so important about like the churches you're attending or even the ones you might be watching. Be careful what headship you put yourself underneath. Uh, because if it's the wrong one and that head is corrupt, it's going to affect you. Those who opposed us have been crushed. Terrans who accept the Neo-Sapien peace will be tolerated in the new world. Tolerated until their usefulness has been used up and then they'll be disposed of as well. Order. The in, in the new world order, is what he said. Those who refuse and resist will be eliminated so it says man at the end it says mandatory civil registration question mark enemies of the government question mark concentration camps question mark new world order question mark yep pretty much all the boxes are clicked on that one and this was in 1993 about 28 years ago okay so let's keep going here um this is a just a this will 
warm your heart here. This is a, a, a listener sent me this. And it's entitled Church Hangs Banner. Okay, now this banner is in Cape Town. I'm assuming Cape Town, South Africa. And this banner, it's, and it is a big one on this church, uh, says the blood of Jesus will not save you from COVID. Get vaccinated, protect our healthcare workers. This is how sickening and how in lockstep so much of the sorry, Laodicean, lukewarm, vomit, supposed Christian church has become not all but a lot if the church was even doing anything regarding what it should be doing we wouldn't even be in this position because they would be warning their flock about this clot kill shot warning them about how it's changing their dna warning them that it's uh either they are using culture they're using aborted babies in the testing or in the production of these shots warning about the nanotech warning about the graphene oxide warning about the luciferase warning about the hydrogen no most of them are doing none of that they're going along with whatever satan tells them to say just like those people in that cartoon clip i just played the the ones that come in alignment with the well when you get your right to exist from the government through your 501c3 corporate status as a church it's no wonder that you if you've been in lockstep with the government that long which a lot of them have this is just the next natural progression to come again and lockstep with whatever satanic edict they're trying to impose on people. So yeah, it says the blood of Jesus will not save you from COVID. Get vaccinated. Protect our healthcare workers, yeah. Just nothing more than a mouthpiece of Satan. May God rain down fire and brimstone on these wicked devil ministries and churches perpetuating this wickedness and evil and i don't mean like with all the people in them but i pray he would do it to the to the to the actual well if they won't repent if, if the ministers that are doing this won't repent have your way god have your way we need god's judgment we need god's judgment on the church so that the church would wake up i mean we do because there hasn't been God's judgment really on the church, the ones that call themselves Christians, it's fully set in their hearts to do this wickedness, as the Bible talks about in Ecclesiastes. Judgment must begin at the house of God, is what the Bible says. We need that. We need God's judgment. Why? That all men would see in fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider God's doing, and the righteous would be glad and trust in him, and all the upright in heart would glory, and that his name be glorified, and that many would be saved. Because when God judges wickedness, people get saved. Look at Ananias and Sapphira in Acts. It's just one example. We desperately need God's judgment. And then going to this one, Matt Trahilia, pastor, um, Christians must fight step two of Christian resistance. I played step one in a previous study. Christian resistance involves repenting, fighting, and building. Our first video on repentance is here. If you want need to see that, I'll give you a link. The need to fight is imminent. Christians should be on the front lines of battle, keeping the, keeping the evil at bay and demanding magist magistrates uphold their duty before God. Christians should not passively sit by and abide under the false pretense involving Romans 13. 
which they've twisted into saying, well, the government can tell you to do whatever they want to do and you got to do it. That's not what Romans 13 says. That would only apply to a righteous government that is a force for good. And our government, unfortunately, right now, for the most part, is a force for evil. I mean, just look at the COVID agenda. So um, there's a sermon on that if you need to hear that. Or you can go to contendingfortruth.com. I've done a whole teaching on Romans 13 as well. Uh, then you can sign up for his newsletter at defytyrants.com. One word, defytyrants.com. And then I'm going to play this brief video. Christian resistance involves repenting, fighting, and building. And when it comes to fighting, it can be difficult because they are burning our country down so quickly. In so many ways, people don't know where to focus or where to act or to make a strategic move against the evil that they're doing. Many people are actually considering getting the shot. Many already have gotten the shot because they don't want to lose their job. You have to understand, you must be willing to lose your precious little job. You have to stand resolute against getting that shot that through coercion, through carrots, through threats, they have been trying to convince everyone to obtain. Understand, if you capitulate and get that shot, you have set a precedent for the government to dictate to you what you will put in your body exactly. the rest of your life. Exactly. And it'll never end. I mean, the first clot shot is then there's the second one and then there's the boosters and then there's the monthly or the, or the daily COVID pill you'll have to take between boosters. They're coming out with that right now. It will never, ever end. Your DNA is being changed and defiled all the while. The nanotech's sinking up in your body. The graphene oxide's connected with the 5G. All these things are using culture, aborted babies. As, and then there's all kind of other ingredients in there that are defiling you. And so there's just, you know, you just have to, this is the line in the sand. Understand, you're not only setting a precedent for yourself. You have set a precedent for all future generations. You have enslaved them so that the government thinks they can put whatever they want into anyone's body. You must trust the Lord, improvise, and not compromise. I learned long ago that when men give themselves to compromise, their life becomes a series of compromises. Damn, that's right. You must stand on principle. That's why I came out of the church, guys. I'm, I mean, I went to so many, okay? And, and there was just so much compromise in every single church. And it wasn't because I'm so perfect and I think I'm so holier than thou than them. But I mean, they were, I mean, to me, celebrating pagan holidays in the church as a christianized thing to me it's a big deal you know i'm sorry i mean you know saturnalia which is christmas which was celebrated way before jesus christ ever came the birthday of tammuz the sun god and then they, the catholic church just changed it into the birth of you know jesus christ the son of god they christianized it you if the foundations be destroyed what can the righteous do it's no different for Ishtar, or I mean Easter, the goddess Ishtar, which is where we get the word Easter from, which is literally determined through astrology every year. It's like the second Sunday after Ostara, and it changes. It can vary by up to a month almost. If it was if it was the true resurrection of the Son of God, why wouldn't it be on the same date? Because it's a pagan holiday. It's always been, and there's no way you can undo that or Christianize that or make it good. Most of the other holidays are, are of a very similar 
nature. They're occult holidays that Satanists celebrate. To me, that was a really big deal that I couldn't... It was ultimately the reason that I basically rebuked um, the guy from the pulpit the last time I was in an official church in North Fort Myers, Florida, uh, because he was rebuking me for doing a, uh, a, a the teaching I had done in adult Sunday school on Christmas. And I got right up and rebuked him from the pews. An unstable man that had no right to even be talking in the church and the pastor arranged it though where he could do the dirty work for him so he could come out smelling like a rose <laughs> it was very clever i'm glad he did it i really am because it's what started contendingfortruth.com that was the last my last hurrah in organized 501c3 church you know so we just got that we, we we've got we, we do not want to compromise and in faithfulness to christ women let your men fight all my life i have seen men get involved in confronting an evil and then their wife comes up and throws a wet blanket over them mm -hmm. i thank god i've been blessed with a wife now this could happen the other way around too with women but it's more common with from what I've seen with the men, you know. Who cheers me on and prods me to action. There are enough weak, flaccid men in this nation. A good woman understands the duty of men to act in the face of evil and encourages her husband in his duty. Amen. Take your children with you when you go out to fight, if you're able to take them in regards to what you're doing. Let them see you confront the tyrants. Let them see you suffer persecution. Because they'll learn by example. Let them see you stand faithful to Christ. You must fight against the evil, not acquiesce to it, not attribute it to your latest prophecy charts and view it all as inevitable. Even though churchmen are suggesting and or are saying outright that you are bound by Romans 13 to get the shot, <laughs> they are wrong. Romans 13 does not teach any such thing Amen. and understand the government officials have exceeded their biblical and constitutional limits when they demand you wear masks. Times about a thousand asks yeah. or get this shot. Yeah. And when it comes to the churches, the churches need to take some lessons from Lexington. Pastor Jonas Clark and his men trained regularly. They saw the evil coming and so they trained in order to defend their families. Exactly. The reformers wrote volumes about the use of arms, their proper use, their illegitimate use. These are something men need to talk about and read about in our day. Men must be men. In other words, self-defense and defense of your family. And the time is upon us where men must train in the use of arms in order to properly be prepared to defend their homes, their wives, their children. Yep. We are reaching a time. Again, go key in uh, biblical self-defense, contendingfortruth.com. Tons of studies I've done. I've played uh, Pastor Weaver. Oh, man, he's got some really good sermons on that. Um, uh, this pastor, Trawila, I believe this is how his name is pronounced. Um, a lot of really uh, great men of God have done awesome 
sermons on this subject. And in my teachings I've done on biblical self-defense, I give you links to those. I, I not only do my own study, but I give you links to other, and I'm not a pastor, but other uh, preachers out there that are um, that have done uh, really good biblical studies on the subject. Where the use of arms in order to protect our homes, protect our families, is becoming more and more prevalent. Men sense it. It's in the air. Yep. Listen, all around the country, people have flooded into county and local government to make a stand for freedom. Why there? Because they see that Washington, D.C. is at war with them. Yes. And they've come to realize their state magistrates aren't going to protect them. So they have gathered there in that lawful body of county and local governments in order to make a stand for freedom. Grassroots. This is the doctrine of the lesser magistrate being played out. You must demand interposition of your lesser magistrates and prod them to do it and assure them you will stand resolute with them both publicly and privately if they do what is right and interpose against the evil. But if they don't do their duty, they play the coward then you must do yours and make sure they are unseated and put good men in those offices of civil authority. It just, I mean, to a certain extent, now I understand, I'm sure there's arguments on the, what happened in Virginia, but I cannot view what just happened in Virginia as a negative thing, okay? I mean, Virginia went red, essentially. Now, I understand Republican, Democrat, Coke, I get it, but let's face it, though, at the grassroots level, though, the, the things they're fighting for on the Republican side of the ticket are good, obviously, most of them. I mean, come on. They are. And so that just happened in Virginia, and that's pretty awesome, okay? Now, I, I'm not, I, again, I don't know everything about every candidate there that got in. I know Jones says one of the guys is from a blue blood family, and it may just be another, and I, I get it, I understand, but I still believe it's, it's a move in the right direction, though, obviously. There is so much detail to cover when it comes to fighting. We can't do it all here in these short videos. No. We want to invite you to a conference where we will teach you to fight. It is going to take place on November 30th here in Hartford, Wisconsin. We hope you can make it. Okay, Hartford, Wisconsin, November 30th of this year, uh, 630 to 930 and the description is below um i kind of i you, you can yeah okay oh okay you can even get tickets all right i'll uh the the website is county before country talks.com one word county before country talks.com if you want to get your ticket now i'm gonna i'm gonna put that link in here and um, so you have it. I'm going to highlight it in um, green. Yeah, I'm going to highlight this in um, green. And um, But you could go there just based on what I just said. DefyTyrants.com. And um, if you want to go further with this, that's, you know, you can do that. Now, let's keep moving here. Uh, this is entitled, I was fired from my teaching job for refusing to get vaccinated. As a Christian, here's how I prepared. Now, I haven't really read anything like this at, up to this point. I, I've gave you a lot of legal 
and those types of remedies that I've seen come along. This is a little, this is very much along those lines, but it's more comprehensive and it's more complete from a Christian standpoint. This is from a guy named Joshua Mahorter. Until recently, I was a California teacher working in two charter schools. One is a full-time classroom teacher of government economics and sometimes U.S. history, and the other is a part-time independent study teacher who assists families with a program primarily based around homeschooling. I have taught for about five years and love teaching. Last week, I was fired from one school and put on unpaid administrative leave at another because of my refusal either to take and demonstrate proof of the COVID-19 vaccine or test weekly. I even filed a religious exemption stating the following that was rejected. Now I'm gonna read this to you and there's a link to it as well. And remember, I'm reading it right off my PDF. All the, everything that you're hearing is, is in the PDFs just like every single other week, a nice customized formatted protocol for you you can follow along you can reference it later a lot of times i'm only covering one tenth of what the actual article gets into so if you ever want to go back and do that and i try to do this every single week uh for my listeners so this states the following here's what he said as a committed follower of christ i religiously and philosophically cannot submit to either a government vaccine mandate or weekly testing these violate fundamental first principles include now regarding the weekly testing i'm going to do another section today on the week on the test kits okay and i'm telling you as i've said before more and more information comes out that they're death and that's including the rapid test kits now i'm finding out because i didn't know a lot about them for a while and we're going to get into that okay all of this is slave training the mask wearing the test the testing all of that that was the preliminary things but it's still going on all right let's go further uh these violate fundamental first principles including the biblical purview of civil government relative to god see romans 13 1 through 7 now romans 13 1 through 7 this would be when again the government is a force for good and not evil okay that's when romans 13 1 through 7 would apply and clearly that's not the case Okay, so, and then also see Acts 5.29, the Christian value of freedom of conscience since, quote, whatever is not of faith is sin, according to Romans 14.23, um, the fact that my body is owned and dedicated to the Lord, according to 1 Corinthians 6.20, and not, and not to the state, oh, in other words, my body is owned and dedicated to the Lord, not to the state, and my sacred duty to be faithful to or oaths sworn, uh, see Deuteronomy 23:21 and Matthew 5:33 through 37, including the oath to support the U.S. Constitution and the California State Constitution. Um, so all of these are, are are I would have to violate all these things in order to submit to either the COVID kill shot and or the weekly testing. Again, the COVID kill shot's never ending, and then you're gonna have to take drugs on top of that, the COVID pills and all this other stuff. Okay, until you're dead finally. Uh, then, footnote, both the vaccine mandate and the weekly testing are in violation of the provisions of the Constitution in the 1st, 4th, ninth, and 10th Amendments, uh, especially the ninth Amendment, which states, quote, the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. The Supreme Court has affirmed a constitutional right to privacy, um, pr privacy, 
or I'm sorry, I, I was thinking um, privacy. Privacy, uh, historically, in the Griswold versus Connecticut from 1965. So um, that reaffirms your right to privacy. Since I am bound by a solemn oath to support the Constitution, or constitutions in this case, I can neither submit to nor support a, va a vaccine mandate or weekly testing because to do so would violate conscience. Now, back to the report. Based on my refusal to back down on these principles, I was offered two options. The opportunity to resign or, or to be terminated. Okay. In order to force the issue, I chose to remain, maintain my position, refusing to resign, which is what I've been telling everybody to do. And so that, that whole group, the frontline doctors, those MDs, they're telling everybody to do that as well. Um, because then you can turn it into a legal issue. Then it's not like you're going along with whatever Satan's telling you to do. And I understand not everybody's in that position. I understand that not everybody... Uh, some people are like, well, I had to do it because I was going to lose my retirement if I did. I, okay, listen, do as the Lord leads you. Okay, I'm not, I'm just, I'm reading this report because I think it's applicable to a lot of people. Maybe it's not applicable to everybody, but I think all of us can benefit from hearing what's in it though. Um, so in order to force the issue, I chose to maintain my position, refusing to resign. So I was terminated. My situation was sort of the mere opposite of the old joke adage, you can't fire me, I quit. <laughs> so instead, I basically said to my employers, I can't quit, you fire me, which they did, essentially. Not everybody is in this position to force the issue, but I am, and I felt I had no choice. Uh, it would be incongruous with what um, I consistently teach my students for me to back down in a matter of rights, liberty, and principle. So he would feel like a hypocrite. If he was telling his, his students, don't back down in matters of rights, liberty, and principles, he'd feel like a hypocrite if he just did whatever they told him to do. A quote often misattributed to Thomas Jefferson, but nevertheless true, applies, which says, quote, in matters of style, swim with the current. <laughs> in matters of principle, stand like a rock. Um, I hope... I would still have the character to stand by my principles, even if the situation was more dire. However, there are some concrete actions and disciplines which protect me now. First, and again, this is what he did ahead of time, probably preparing for maybe this eventuality, and this might have taken him years to get to this position. And this is when the Bible says, the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. And the word, it, it doesn't necessarily always mean hide. I think it, it means the prudent man foreseeth the evil and it prepares too. He prepares. You know, or when the Bible talks about considering the ant, he stores up his food in the summer so he's plenty to eat in winter. Kind of that, those concepts there that we're, we're, that we're looking at. Um, so these are some concrete actions and disciplines which protect me now. First, I have an emergency fund that can cover three to six months of expenses. Second, I have, but in order to do that, you would have had to have been saving. Okay. Second, I have no debt. Third, which I've preached that ever since I've been preaching or teaching, I should say. Third, my expenses are minimal. 
Fourth, I possess plenty of social capital. That is positive social relationships with my family, friends, and my community. Um, this is one of the things like that in order to take these stands like we're talking about, people doing, a lot of people that might have been, let's say, on their own, independent, they might have to start banding together, guys. And I mean Christians. I mean banding together in groups, communities, where let's face it i mean it costs a lot more typically to live on your own by yourself than it would be if you were in some type of community and and i mean i know you got to be careful about that too with all the stuff i you know talked about earlier with you know groups forming. i'm talking about communities that are spirit led like god's opening the door for you to come maybe into living arrangements with other Christians in order to take these stands like we're talking about where maybe you got to quit your job and take a job where you're making half the money or something like this or what maybe you might not have a job uh this might be necessary in order but again I, here, here here's how serious I am I would take a bullet in the head before I would take the kill shot so what I just said just now is pales in comparison to taking a bullet in the head. You know what I mean? Regarding, okay, well, I quit my job. I'm going to have to, we're going to band together with some other Christians. We're going to, which, you know, again, this is how house churches are probably going to flourish and thrive. It, it might be, to a certain extent, this might be God forcing this to happen so that Christians will True Christians will band together and actually will start maybe fasting and praying and, and having Bible studies and things like this because they're really not getting fed for the most part in the 501c3 churches that are trying not to step on the toes of the government. Now, I don't want to make just blanket statements and stuff like that, but I'm just throwing these concepts out there. Just throwing these concepts out there. Um, because I just feel like it's logical that if there's a ton of people that take these stands and a ton of them are Christians and let's say a ton of them are maybe not in the same position as this particular man. Of course, he's got he's got the, the social capital, meaning positive social relationships with family, friends in his community. A lot of people, they're not in that position at all. They're, they're, their family is like, well, uh, get away from me. Don't even come to my house because you haven't taken the kill shot. Don't bring your kids either. They have no... And again, I don't know how to make that happen. Fast about it, pray about it. Fasting always supercharges prayers. And ask God to bring people in your life if you feel like you're being led in that direction. I don't have a network. I don't. So it's pointless to kind of email me about it. Um, I believe it's going to have to be the Holy Spirit really making all this happening in the end times. Um, going further, I encourage every reader to follow these disciplines and practices as soon as possible because when the time comes to stand for principles, these are just a few things that um, can help you do so with confidence. Personally, over the next year, I will take this as an opportunity to become completely self-employed and help other people to find financial freedom because, as we know, it is inextricably connected with personal and political freedom. Okay, so I'm just going to read that last sentence again. There's a great freedom in the ability to say no and walk away. 
<laughs> you better believe it. Uh, of all the pressures that make situations like this difficult, financial pressure is often the most challenging. Well, how many people have taken the kill shot just over the financial pressure alone? I mean, that's got to be a gigantic amount. And again, the government's doing that by design on purpose because they know that to be the case. That's why I think it was super important I read this today. Uh, it has rightly been said that finances are 20% knowledge and 80% behavior. A monthly budget is essential in this regard. Contrary to popular belief, a budget is not just a constraint, but rather taking full control of your money by knowing exactly how each dollar is spent. As the saying goes, a budget is simply telling your money where to go versus wondering where it went. This gives people a sense of ownership, control, and empowerment. A budget involves the regular discipline of saying no to ourselves so that if and when the time comes, we can say no when our workplaces attempt to implement policies and expect us to comply because of financial pressure. Yeah. See, he's in a position where he can do this, and he's good. It may not be easy, but he's good. But he's prepared Okay, and I, I do think I've tried to tell my listeners over the last, I don't know, 15, 16 years to get out of debt. <laughs> the borrower is slave to the lender. Uh, I've told them not to enter into mortgages. Mort means death. Gage means contract, essentially. A mortgage is a death contract. There's no Bible guys for going in debt. Now, I know that that may step on a lot of toes and I'll probably lose a lot of listeners. I've said that before in the past. I'm not saying it to be mean. I One, one time I had a mortgage a um, while back and that was a disaster. And I've been in debt. I'm not saying I haven't. I made a ton of horrible decisions even after I got saved financially. Um, so I'm not judging anybody. I'm not, Okay. I'm, I'm talking as much to myself as I would anyone else. But the borrower is slave to the lender. And um, it does take discipline. Uh, and it's not easy. And I know a lot of you might be saying, well, pfft, it's a little late for me. You know, it's kind of far, far down the road and all this other stuff. Well, God knows your heart. And again, if this is the biggest thing you're dealing with, pray and fast about it. That's the most powerful way to get a hold of God. Get right, repent, you know, do whatever you feel led to do. He goes on to say, additionally, in order to protect yourself, Dave Ramsey recommends, and he's got a link to the Dave Ramsey. Now, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't know everything about Dave Ramsey, okay? But um, I've seen very good fruit from a financial standpoint regarding people listening to him okay he's super super good when it comes to financial stuff and getting you on track okay so this is a link and it's it's uh the links ramseysolutions.com it's r-a-m-s-e-y solutions.com so r-a-m-s-e-y solutions.com and this particular link is dave ramsey's seven baby steps Okay, that's his area of expertise. Okay, it's not mine. Okay, but I can act as a liaison to hopefully point you in the right direction. And I've seen 
his ministry produced some really good fruit with people getting out of debt and having a whole new mindset on this subject. So I'll give you the link to that, or you can go off what I just said. Um, so, and again, I'll read this last sentence again. Additionally, in order to protect yourself, Dave Ramsey recommends building a $1,000 emergency fund and paying off all debt minus real estate, then building up savings that cover a three to six months of expenses. I'm probably more radical than even Dave Ramsey. I just don't believe in having, you know, any, I don't know if he advocates mortgages or whatever, but uh, I'm not big on having anything in paper either because I believe that when they go and they pull the plug on stuff, the paper is probably going to be worthless overnight. Anything you have in the bank, you might not ever be able to get, or it might be pennies on the dollar. Um, diversification, uh, having, you know, food, water, survival stuff however god leads you if you were led in the direction of precious metals but i don't advocate buying stuff online because you're creating paper trails i would i would buy as much as you can without creating paper trails especially on the precious metals things like that these are all subjects i've covered in the past um uh, then building up the savings that cover three to six months of expenses a little bit of discipline today can lead to freedom tomorrow and the ability to walk away even from a job you love when your conscience demands it. All right, so uh, let's go to the next report. The Biden White House says that the children's COVID jab program will be fully operational by November 8th. Mass child sacrifices are to commence. Okay, the United States is just days away from the Biden regime rolling out what is described as a fully operational Wuhan COVID-19 vaccination kill program for children as young as five. The plan is to mass inject the nation's youth with Operation Warp Speed syringes containing child size, and thank you, Trump, for bringing us that, containing child-sized doses of whatever it is in these, these non-vaccine uh, gene therapies do contain. Doing this, the Biden regime insists will help flatten the curve and supposedly get the failing economy back up and running as normal, which is the exact opposite of what it'll do because he's a fork-tongued liar for the pit of hell, so all he's capable of really doing is lying. Jeff Zients, Biden's coronavirus injection czar, announced in a press briefing that the federal government now has enough supply of the Pfizer uh, BioNTech to inject, and again, that's the messenger RNA that will change your DNA, to inject all 28 million eligible children with them. The first 15 million doses are right now being shipped to pediatric offices, hospitals, and pharmacies in anticipation of the warp speed rollout. The Kaiser Family Foundation suggests survey says that 27% of families are planning to inject their children for uh, COVID right away, like offering them up to Moloch, essentially. Like a religious cult, these branch COVIDians, play on words there, are eager to reformat their children's DNA and fill them full of nanotech. Um, once ejected, these children's genetic blueprints will be changed forever and altered to continue producing spike proteins and change them and their potential offspring into something that is not fully human. And we're not even talking about the aspect of the aborted babies used in the either production or testing of these kill shots. One thoughtful commenter at the Hill said, quote, why the hell would you put a needle into children that has side effects like blood clots, myocarditis, increases in miscarriage, increased cancer, increased autoimmune diseases, most likely infertility, and then the dreaded antibody-dependent enhancement reaction. All for a disease that children have a 99.998% uh, 
chance of recovery. Well, nobody in their right mind would do that unless you were trying to kill the children off and defile them. Okay, that's the only reason. So it ends by saying, Christians, pray for God's judgment upon those that poisoned or aided and abetted in poisoning our children with the fake vaccine. I think we just, hopefully, the, the prayer that we just said this morning covered that. And that prayer's, I rotate the prayers, but the prayers are actually in the PDF as well. If you want to copy and paste those, print those off. Um, <clears throat> uh, and yeah, um, Christians pray for God's judgment upon those who poison or aided and abetted in poisoning our children with this fake vaccine, wrote another about the power of prayer. Yeah, I agree. Um, now, I understand that this has actually been halted, but I'm going to go over it because they're, it's temporary halting. Satan trying to gain more ground. Biden is slammed for the plan to find businesses up to $14,000 each for each unvaccinated uh, uh, worker. Um, let's see here. The um, retailers warn of staff shortages over holidays and the GOP says no one should have to choose between vaccine and putting the food on the table. All workers covered by Biden's new coronavirus vaccine mandates must get their final dose by January 4th of the new year. Now, it's been temporarily blocked. Uh, we should pray that it just gets increasingly more and more and more blocked and bogged down and has no chance of going through by that date all unvaccinated employer employers at the companies with at least 100 workers will have started will have to have started at least weekly testing again they're contaminating us through the test kits we'll get to that as well the new rule will be enforced by osha and enforced through planet plan inspections just as other workplace rules are enforced violators will face a fine no more than almost $14,000 for each employee who is not vaccinated or weekly testing and repeat offenders will face up to almost $137,000 in fines. That's, it sounds reasonable. As president-elect last December, Lyon Biden vowed he would not impose vaccine mandates on private industry, but he's a liar from the pit of hell, so why would, wouldn't we expect that? And if you want to read about what the mandate in, entails, I give you the actual verbiage here. It also requires if you don't, if you opt for the weekly testing, then you have to also wear the face diapers on your face constantly, and hopefully you'll wear the, the light blue ones with the graphene oxide and the nanoworms, so that'll be infecting you constantly as well. We've covered that in times past. Um, but you can read that on your own if you like. It's in the PDF. On Wednesday, San Francisco announced that children 5 to 11 will be forced to prove they've had the shot to enter restaurants. So 5 to 11, if you're in San Francisco, you you got to show me your COVID papers to enter restaurants and entertainment venues. The new rules come just a day after. Now that, I, I don't believe this suspending of the mandate that we're going to get into, that doesn't apply to this. This is still in effect. Okay, this this garbage um they'll be forced to um prove they've had the shot to enter the restaurants and venues the new rule comes just a day after the cdc approved the pfizer vaccine for children in that age group and all these companies like pfizer and, and these types are making billions and billions um off getting the kill shots into everybody in a statement on thursday child molester in chief president biden said the vaccination requirements are good for the economy and they will help send people back to work. 
Again, if it's a lie, then he's going to say it. That's what he's best at. For our country, the choice is simple. This, I believe what he, um, yeah, what he said. Get more people vaccinated or prolong this, even though the vac, the gene therapy vaccines, the clot shot is what is actually prolonging the fake pandemic because of the viral shedding, because of all the horrific side effects that the kill shot is producing. Again, everything's a lie. Or prolong the pandemic and its impact on our country. The virus will not go away by itself. Oh, it absolutely, all of this would... Of course, it really can't go away by itself now because so many millions are vaccinated. So the problems that that's going to produce is going to be with us for eons. From even if, even if everybody that got the vaccine, and I don't mean to be callous by saying this, but if they were all dead in three years, okay, like some prediction, some predictions say, the offspring that they produced, which I don't, again, it does cause infertility, so I don't have, but think of Sweet Tooth, the show that we talked about. Who knows the ramifications that would bring on? Okay. Thank God Jesus is going to be coming back to straighten all this out, at least in the timeline of humanity when you look at, you know, the thousands of years and things of this nature where we're right at the end of that time period. Um, but we're not there yet. So, let's see here. Um uh, the virus will not go away by itself or, or because we wish it away. We have to act. Vaccination is the single best pathway out of this pandemic. Again, straight from the lips of Satan to your ears. Okay. Thank you, Biden. Senator Marshall Blackburn said in a statement, our economy is crumbling and the President Biden is doing everything in his power to make it worse. Yeah. While businesses scramble to fill the 10 point four million job openings in the country biden's vaccine mandate will push even more americans out of the workforce she also tweeted thursday morning joe biden is essentially firing essential workers yeah exactly what they're doing republican representative jody heiss insisted to daily mail that quote american workers should never have to choose between their job or a vaccine couldn't agree more then on a related report kansas senators unveil plan to block government funding if biden's COVID job mandate isn't retracted then we had this that just broke last night which was good news um <coughs> excuse me um fifth circuit court of appeals issues emergency to halt biden's unconstitutional vaccine mandate thank god after reviewing an emergency lawsuit involving 19 states that are suing the biden administration for executive overreach with unconstitutional vaccine mandate the fifth Court of Appeals has issued an emergency stay. It says, quote, petitioner said the mandate promulgated as an emergency temporary standard by the Department of Labor, Occupational Safety and Health, or OSHA, should be struck down because it exceeds OSHA's authority under the Occupational Safety Act, Safety and Health Act. Emergency hearings will take place soon, tweeted Texas Governor Greg Abbott, celebrating the decision. The Epic Times adds, quote, the court's actions not only halts Biden halts biden from moving forward with this unlawful overreach but it also commands the the judicious review we sought the president will not impose medical procedures on the american people without the checks and balances afforded by the constitution added louisiana attorney general jeff landry uh the biden vaccine mandate has no basis in law and no basis in science 
A steady stream of published scientific studies have long demonstrated that the vaccines do not prevent the spread of COVID. In fact, the latest VE rating, which is vaccine effectiveness, to come out of the UK shows the VE of this of the COVID kill shot to be a negative number, which is minus 73. This means people who take the vaccine have an increased risk of hospitalizations and deaths compared to those who avoid the vaccine. Yeah, we've been saying that all along. If anything, vaccinated people are the actual super spreaders, which is what we've been saying all along too, who should be isolating at home. A published science study carried out by the University of Oxford's clinical research group, there's a link to, this is all linked, everything that I'm talking about, there's links to the studies. Uh, They discovered that the vaccinated people only carry 251 times higher viral loads in their nostrils, allowing them to spread the, you know, COVID kill shot fruit to others. 251 times higher viral loads in their nostrils. That's 25,100%. Just so you know. Yeah, no big deal. Nothing to see here. Just keep moving. The real danger to public health, it turns out, are the vaccinated people. Yeah. Not the unvaccinated. Governor Abbott chimed in about the Fifth Circuit decision, saying we will have our day in court to strike down uh, Biden's unconstitutional abuse of authority. Well, I hope he's hope he stays with that, and I hope he, you know, does what's right. Um, Okay, so then we have this. Uh, This is related. This was like the lead report on, uh, I think, just about all the major news aggregate sites. I don't know, one or two days ago. One third of America is not working. Over 100 million. And they have no job and they're not looking. The Labor Department's Bureau of Labor Statistics announced on Friday that over 100 million people in this country were not in the labor force in October, up 38,000 from September. This is the 14th straight month that this not in the labor force number has remained above 100 million so nothing to see there uh then we have this beware of donald trump and so and true social donald trump's social media is interlocked with google trump's new social media platform blocks gab and brighteon which a brighteon is mike adams the azar fauci trump coronavirus pandemic fiat on january 31st of 2020 which i think was when the pandemic was i don't know maybe announced was based on total hhs health and human services fraud okay so they had already taken that link down i believe this is the link and i'm going to play about a little over 11 minutes of this and it's about how donald trump is a traitor to the united states this is from betsy and thomas Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. And no, that thumbnail is not clickbait. We've done the research and we're here to present to you a case that Donald Trump is a traitor to the United States and a genocidist. Douglas, is what that statement, is that overreach? Well, once we present the evidence, people can decide themselves. And Now, I also give you two different links that get into all of this in extreme detail all i'm only going to play 11 minutes this video this video goes to over an hour so this i'm just giving you a tiny bit of some of the main 
evidence regarding this. My my file on Trump, my two different files on Trump are way over 100 pages now on all of the horrible, horrible things this man has done, the double dealings, the horrible things that he has done. A lot of, one, one file is primarily in all the sexual deviancy he's been involved with. And the other ones on more the political political side, um, they're they're going. They've got their own angle, and they get into stuff I've never even hardly covered. I mean, this guy is so evil and wicked that I can't cover it all. Uh, that evidence came out recently. Now, as you know, we used to do Trump uh, tweet decodes, and there was always things in between the lines. And there were times that we had um, some real questions when he appointed globalists like Rex Tillerson or uh, Wilbur Ross or when he appointed Sessions and did nothing about it. Sessions did absolutely nothing, not one single thing, and yet he didn't fire him. Then he appointed Bill Barr, who was definitely a globalist and uh, a Bushite and who was involved in the uh, hanging uh, Chad uh, controversy. And so, you know, we started to question some things a long time ago, which you know, because we have it all on tape and you've heard them in our podcast. But recently, we were sent a copy of the executive order from Joe Biden. Uh, that would be pretend President Joe Biden. And we were shocked because the first thing I said to Michael McKibben, who, by the way, welcome to the show, Michael. Hi, Douglas. I went out and bought a, a flak jacket for this interview. Well, good, because we're going to need it. We're going into high altitude and uh, we're going to be doing uh, barrel rolls. So I said to Betsy when she sent me this executive order, no, this is impossible. This is absolutely impossible. And she questioned me why. And I said, because there was no national emergency called in March of 2020. Are you kidding? How many times do you in the audience recall Douglas saying that there was no national emergency called? When I sent him over, because we're sitting chair by chair, you know, and we still text, and I sent this over to him, he just yelled. He said, "There, no, this is not right. But then goes and checks and finds out that, yes, there was, and it was sneaked out on us. Nobody reported it. So, sorry, but there's a lot more drama involved in this, Douglas. A tremendous amount of drama. And then, of course, we called uh, Mike and the Miners and said, okay, what's up here? And they started researching it. We started researching it. Now we have made a timeline. And we're going to share with you that timeline, uh, as well as the article that you um, have before you. And basically, you can decide yourself. But it's like that feeling that happens when you have a sneaky suspicion that someone you're doing a, a business deal with is not quite all on the up and up. And then one day, all of a sudden, in a matter of minutes, you realize that you've been conned. It was a shell game. It was basically kabuki theater. It was just a drama. And basically, you can decide for yourself. Now, I don't need to tell you that Betsy has a very strong opinion about this. And Michael McKibben and the miners are, I think, slowly awakening to this. I myself feel completely stupid that I was duped because I said, as Betsy just pointed out, Many, many times, the, pan the All Hazards Pandemic Preparedness Act is what caused the CDC and NIH to say there's a pandemic in America. Well, that's not true. 
we now found out something quite different. And let's talk about the very first thing on this list, and Michael is going to present that to you because that is where he and the miners have discovered fraud. Yes, we, we discovered in the original uh, pronouncement of the pandemic by assistance by Secretary Azar, uh, that that occurred and is cited in the uh, Biden executive order as January 31st, 2020. And that was then followed shortly thereafter by a pronouncement by President Trump affirming that, uh, that uh, item, that uh, announcement of the pandemic. Then we started looking in detail at that particular announcement and we noticed something very curious that uh, there's something called effective dates on these laws, much like in a contract, you'll see effective date. And the effective date for this document was January 31st, 2020. But then they had a caveat in there that said that even though January 31st was the day it was announced, it was backdated to January 27th five days earlier. And of course, when a normal human being on Main Street is going to see that and say, well, somebody made a mistake, you know, this just kind of like uh, uh, clerical error. Well, I can tell you for sure that at this level with the amount of money that was being paid, paid to these attorneys, which in Washington get over a thousand bucks an hour, this was no mistake. For some reason, they needed to backdate this by five days. Well, as anyone knows who does any kind of contract law, backdating a document is generally fraud. It's not always fraud, depending on how it was backdated and whether both parties agreed. But in this case, with the amount of importance of, of the health of the nation at stake, this was no mistake, and it was backdated. So therefore, the entire announcement is fraudulent. And let's and then, not forget that we warned the president uh, years ago that Alex Azar was severely compromised because of some uh, human trafficking incidents and things like that in Florida. And I'll be pulling up those articles. State of the Nation ran some great pieces back then and, and showed us who this Alex Azar is. So when he was placed as human and health and human services, we knew, okay, they've put an agent there at the top of the agency who is compromised, who will easily be blackmailed for whatever purpose. So when we saw this backdating, and we also knew this information about Azar, that's that's a big thing. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's de it definitely stinks. And the fact is, with a document of this importance, to the welfare of not only the United States, but the entire world, to make the excuse that a backdated document of this importance was a clerical error is laughable. And I know that's what's gonna happen because that's what crooked lawyers always do when they're caught in some sort of fiddle. And the question is why were they backdating it by only five days? Because as you have pointed out to me, Douglas, and you follow this a lot closer than I have, the total number of COVID deaths reported by the BBC, or not BBC, the CDC, it might as well be the BBC, 
at that time, on January 31st, was five deaths. And therefore, I don't, I don't see any reasonable person could possibly proclaim this to be a pandemic when five people had died. I mean, sadly, they died. But from a statistical standpoint, there was no statistical emergency here. And so therefore, they were jumping the gun because as we now know, it wasn't until March, 30, uh, March 11th uh, of 2020, which was about six weeks later, that the WHO declared coronavirus to be a pandemic. So, Because Trump was always following a script, going along with the script. The Operation Warp Speed was part of the script. He took credit for it. He takes credit for it to this day. He still takes credit for all these lovely, wonderful shots. He's not backing off. He's, he's a globalist. He's a Luciferian. He's a child molester. He's all those things and so much more. And he's always been a slime bag going all the way back from when we can even start documenting anything about him, going all the way back to the 70s. And a leopard doesn't change its spots. What was, why were they jumping the gun is the big question on the January 31st date, backdated to January 27th. And from our research, we had done a lot of research on a particular Harvard professor by the name of Charles M. Lieber, who on, and we had recalled that it was in January that he had been indicted for uh, his nanotechnology uh, biological chemical uh, research that he was doing in conjunction between Harvard, most of our funding agencies in the United States, the NIH, and various universities in China. <clears throat> we knew that. And in fact, in his indictment, which occurred, by the way, on January 28th, he was indicted with two Chinese people. And so the the he has 66 patents in his name, and which is, he's obviously a cutout because he couldn't have possibly been involved in 66 inventions like this. Uh, easily, easily receiving funding into the tens of billions of dollars for this activity. Uh, and then he um, uh, suddenly is arrested on January 28th, which, by the way, is the day after the backdated date of the declaration of the pandemic. So our spidey sense shows us this is clearly what was going on. He was inventing nanotechnology to be used in biowarfare. That was clear. We know this from the patents. Anybody can look at these patents. They can actually see who funded these patents. And it included many patents funded by the National Institute of Health, <laughs> in addition to DARPA, the Navy, the Air Force, the Army, um, MITRE Corporation, various spy agencies were involved with him. And so it's clear that he was indicted in order to hide his te testimony and so that if any questions came up about the use of his nanotechnologies in any of this coronavirus activity, he would be able to claim that he couldn't talk about it. And, and that is an old lawyer trick among corrupt individuals who have the courts in their pockets and they use the courts to shield their key people from having to... Uh, having to talk about it and giving them an excuse not to talk about it. Yes, and um, immediately as soon as I Googled 
Okay, so again, this goes on for another hour. I'm not even sure if that was the right clip, but um, because like the other some important stuff though, and this link that goes to the page where this video is on gives you everything and more. They're going to continue on and continue on and continue on regarding this, how Trump's tied in with it, how the UN's tied in with how our government's tied in with it. Trump's not the only, uh, he's just a cog in the machine, but um, he's a big, big cog that did his part in this whole mess. Um, now, along those lines, the next report is Donald Trump in bed with Satan, BlackRock, Vanguard, etc. Donald Trump's attorney for Truth Social, which is his new social media platform that's interlocked with Google, that blocks Gab and Brighteon. Uh, this is data mining, guys. They're data mining the people on Donald Trump's new social media platform to get the names of the patriots because Trump is all about not only... Oh, it's also getting him really rich, too. Really super, super mega rich, this new media platform. This is why he's doing it, because he realizes that the um, his followers have are still mostly loyal to him and he can still pilfer their pockets and give them hope that he's going to come back and save the day and do this and do that so he started this new social media platform true social uh but his attorney for true social is a notorious embedded new york london globalist shill with interlocking life sciences and banking relationships with Vanguard, BlackRock, Rothschild Biotech, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, BDO of China, Motorola Bio, GE, uh, Azo Noble, J&J, &J, which is Johnson & Johnson, Abbott, Sanofi, Eli, Sanofi, Eli Lilly, Bristol Myers, a ton, a ton of um, drug companies, and more than 230 for more corrupt, evil, wicked companies. And Donald Trump's basically in bed with them all. Okay. Um, so that and there's a link to this. I, again, it's so much information. There's no way I can cover it. I mean, I, I would have to, if I just covered this stuff on Trump just now, uh, you're looking at probably two parts just to try to get to that. So I'll give you this information. If you want to explore further you have that as an option i'm actually going to continue uh covering trump next but it's a little bit different angle we're going to take we're going to talk about him and the vax in part two so god bless you and we will see you in part two